0: What's happening out there, peeps? Well, I'm going to keep this intro short because this episode is long. But this is basically our uh, annual La Mission surf trip recap. And, uh, well, a little addition to this this year's version is uh, we brought in some students to uh, record with us and recap a little bit, which was uh, a good time. Uh, Week one. Week two, unfortunately, we did not get the chance to to do with them, and it would've been fun because they were just a great group as well, but you know, time just gets away from me sometimes. Anyway, let's launch right into it, starting off with myself and Coach Evan, and uh, and then we'll let you hear from week one. Yeah, it feels like every year we get it a little bit more dialed, Um, you know, just get closer and closer to that utopian, surf trip that we're trying to put together, you know? And it's not, I think it's important, like just calling it a surf trip is a little misleading, you know, cause it's a coaching trip too. And so it's important that the right personality is there on this trip with us, because if you're just coming to surf and score, you know, like it's gonna be a little different than that. We're gonna like put you through some training. We, we have all these like just ways of developing your surfing and look, ultimately you do score. But, um, you know, I just, I really enjoy, like, how we're finding ways to make surfing not just, and our surf trips, not just a surf trip to go ride waves, but to actually improve yourself and feel better and come away from the trip with, like, a plan for your next year of surfing and how you're going to keep, you know, working in your sessions and getting better for it.
1: Yeah, I I struggle with that, too, like, putting a name to it, you know, as far as, like, is it a retreat? Is it just a surf trip? Is it a training (laughs) trip you know but there is so much more than just just what we do in the water you know just really sharing this special place with because I'm back down here um sharing this special place that I that I grew up learning to surf down here and then all these little extracurricular activities um you know meeting up with our our local friend Mariano and Vicente and him showing us the estuary and and taking us on you know hikes up on the bluff and and you know just the the places we go to eat you know just driving around and seeing the seeing the landscape and and just you know sharing the the history of this place and pointing out breaks and just planting all these little seeds you know there's just it's it's pretty it's a pretty rich experience I, i'm really proud of of the way that we that we somehow get it all in there
0: yeah yeah and you know rich is the word that's really what it is is it's so rich it, it's so full you know it's so satisfying and uh it, it's just such a pleasure to see people you know who are experiencing it for the first time it's kind of like how parents describe having kids like all this stuff you did when you were a kid becomes fun again because your kids experience it. You know, like mm-hmm. when, you, when you take someone to do something that was fun for you when you first did it. And now, I mean, of course, we still appreciate it. But seeing somebody go through it for the first time, it just like restokes the fire in you for how great it is and how special it is to share. And, and one thing I always share with, you know, our guests on the trip Uh, usually at the beginning but often it comes up multiple times because this is like a huge inspiration behind the trip is basically everything you just said but why that's a part of it and why it's not just yeah we have to eat because we have to eat to survive like when the first time I went there was because I was invited by Coach Ev with a group of friends and it was again rich that word it was such a rich experience the meals we cooked together the, the surfing we did, whether it was like just absolutely mopping you up and just, you know, really humbling you or epic and awesome and just like idealistic, you know, epic rides. Um, there was so much to it more than just getting a good ride. You know, it was such an experience that was so special um, that that's where the, like a lot of the inspiration came from is like modeling it after that, not just getting good waves, but the whole thing. And I'm just like, I'm so proud of it to, to offer it to, to our, you know, our students and, and people out there that this is something that really impacted us as surfers. You, you know, for your entire life and me for the last 10 years or so, uh, it's changed how I, how I surf, how I look at surfing, how I think of surfing. And uh, yeah, so anyway, this episode is just kind of a quick recap on that. One thing we haven't ever done before that I'm really stoked we finally did was uh, get some of the crew to chime in on on their recaps and and bring their perspective on the experience and basically just put them on the spot, you know, and it's it's kind of funny because the night before we basically had done the same thing at our you know end of the trip fancy dinner, and it was really great. Everybody had good things, and then we set up all the mics the next night to capture it, and everyone was like,, uh, the trip is really good. <laughs> <laughs> no, guys, I'm sorry, you get great, but isn't that funny how that works? like,
1: set up a mic and all of a sudden you're like at a loss for words (laughs) yeah no i mean that that's that's the biggest one of the biggest takeaways was like just major props to this group uh this group that you guys are going to hear from uh it was our biggest group to date you know and and having seven new people come together uh we never really know how the how the vibes gonna flow between everybody, but from the from the jump, you know, everybody was just, you know, proper team mentality and just looking out for each other, picking each other up, you know, having some really good laughs, but then just also everybody's here kind of for the same reason, you know, to step up their step up their game and, and dial in their fundamentals and, and I think there's definitely something to, you know, we we talk so much about La Mess on this trip. And, and just kind of building it up and the mystique of it and then to finally get them down here. Um, I think everybody really, really took it to heart, you know, and knew that it was pretty special to, to just be here and, and to get the most out of it. And we really, we really got it this trip.
0: Yeah, I mean, the parts
1: we can't control even went
0: pretty much ideal. You yep. know, waves and conditions was just so epic both weeks, so we're mostly. I'm thinking a lot about the first week, just because you know my mind works that way. One, two comes after uh, one, but uh, you know. But same thing for the second week. Score it again. And uh, speaking of you know the mystique and and the hearing about it so much and finally get to getting to see it. Specifically, Jill comes to mind, who's been a, like a, a supporter and really great student of ours for a number of years. Um, was like part of the flagship team training program we put together a couple of years ago, and just like a really great student has like taken to heart the education and the the philosophy of like what we believe and and how we kind of deliver it about surfing. And uh, well, anyway, she's been wanting to come on this trip for years, and every year you know we get there, and usually more so in the beginning than the end. I post like stories and pictures of like what we're doing, and of course it's always epic, beautiful waves. And for an East Coaster, you know, seeing these waves every year is like, God damn it, I need to get on this trip. And I really wanted her to so many times. But, you know, it was always there's always a reason to not do something. So this year was the first year after a few where she actually got to, to uh, put it all together and get herself over here and on the trip. And score was just such an awesome, like, thing to see. I mean, especially because, I you know, I knew her. We knew her up like front and first. Um, but to have her come, to score, to watch her like, make these little improvements we talked about, these foot placement things, these rail engagement topics, and to just next day, next session, immediately see her working on that actively was such a pleasure for a teacher to see in a student. Um, yeah, lots of lots of great success stories all around.
1: Yeah, and, and definitely not to take away from group, you know, our, our second crew. You know, we just didn't we didn't get to sit down with them and and do a trip recap, but um, every single one of them, you know, they they, it was it was hard to live up to round one. So like we were like, okay, how's this gonna go? And they they came in and they were kind of cool and calm and collected, and then just started to notch up. You know and really put the time in and just see some really great progress from all of them and then and then of course they just as they got more comfortable with each other you know it's just so great to see them all hanging down at the greens house by the fire and laughing and and enjoying our meals together and our and our footage reviews and and just like bumping good tunes on the way to 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 food spots and stuff like that. It was, you know, you guys, you guys did this you you guys did this trip justice too.
0: Yeah, that, that it was a funny dynamic because week one was basically a bunch of people we didn't know that well. To some degree or another, some of them a little bit more through computer or one session ever, you mm-hmm. know. But for the most part, relatively unknown. So there was a little bit of an anxiousness or nervousness in me, like uh, which was totally dispelled on basically the you know first half of day one um, when I realized like all these people came together because they listen to Cast and they already dig our philosophy. And it just m- reminded us we've known this before, but it reminded us of why the, the podcast and putting all this stuff out there so great is because it already pre filters. You know, people who are into it, who, who agree, who, who it, it resonates with. And so naturally, all those people, when they come together, already have this predisposition to get along and enjoy each other and, and kind of have a similar, even sense of humor, you know? Yeah. So it was really, really fun just even driving down from San Diego to see how well everybody jived so quickly and it just went better and better from there on out that was exciting but then to be totally honest group two was a little like you said like a little calmer a little bit more tame everybody had more of like kind of like my attitude when i'm new to something like just be quiet and listen you know and and like approach slowly um and so i kind of had it for a different reason a little nervousness like okay i hope this goes well and you know like this and that and then. Again, winning us over, you know, by a landslide, just with how great the dynamic was. Again, everyone there for the same reason to improve their surfing, um, bringing good vibes, bringing great students' hearts. You know, like as Sam stands out to me too because he didn't know us at all. He was coming on the vouch of his friend Chris, who did know us. Right. You know, and who was saying these guys are great. You know, we got to go. And and so like big big shout out to Chris, thank you for that. But also Sam to just trust like his buddy and be like, all right, I'll go for a week to Mexico with these two guys I don't know. Yeah. And uh, and my friend, and uh, and to see him, you know, come from a world of like not really being taught our way. You know, we feel pretty special in that sense of like how we teach surfing and what's important, Um, and 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 just getting it, getting it right away, and being like. I remember the first night, he was just all jazzed up and he was like, yeah, bro, I set my rail, or the second night, I, I set my rail, I set my rail, and he was just so stoked on it and it just fired me up because that's what we want people to be excited about, not this whole like, oh, I stood up, I stood up on a surfboard, right. but like, no, I, I learned how to use my craft in the way that it was designed to be implemented and put that rail into the wave and go down the line, and of course, it just got better and better, but um,
1: yeah, and we'll we'll leak out, you know, we'll just, we'll just slowly put out some clips because he's going to be, a, you know, talking about Sam, he's going to be a perfect student to kind of show day one. And then he's claiming game changer with the rail set, you know, and day two, it was, you know, he's flying down the line, you know, flying, flying the high line and just subsequently adding each step to it and, and what a treat it was to see it all come together so quick. Um, and, yeah. and, we haven't really talked about me young. So I really do want to like say how stoked I was to see some, some really critical pieces of, of her surfing start clicking, you know, after all this time of just dedicating to trying, you know, trying to do it. Yep.
0: The way I, I mean, that, she's a, she's a great, um, example for like persistence and, and just heart. You know, like she's just got the heart and and, uh, somebody who really isn't an ocean person, she had, you know, said to us. And and you can see that, like I I really, let me just be really honest, like you can see when someone's not an ocean person because of the way they react when they get splashed in the face, Mm -hmm. you know, which is inevitable. And it almost like not wanting to get splashed in the face like so many things, makes you get splashed in the face more, you know, because instead of like going through it and learning how to sail through it, you kind of try to pull back, which actually makes you sometimes plunge more and get more splashed. But anyway, like, you know, she really had that, that heart to just like in her own mind and really take our words to heart. Like I have to like push through this. I have to do what they're telling me to do and not meander, not go off track and just do her reps and keep going. And What a pleasure, what an exciting thing to see her make those little breakthrough steps, you know? And we always talk about surfing like a journey because that feels like the best word to describe it. You don't go from not doing it to doing it. You take these steps, these slow, progressive, like baby increments towards, well, really just getting better and better. There really is no destination, actually, because wherever you think you want to go, whatever you think you want to achieve, There's more beyond that. Yeah. So you know, Miyoung is in a part of her journey that you know is equivalent to where we are in our journey relative to how long we've been doing it. You know, it's it's all just a journey. And sure, you could compare and contrast, but we'd advise not to do that. Just enjoy the journey.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, yeah, uh, long long story short is just like everyone really fired us up just seeing them
1: just stay steadfast and, and keep working on their part of the journey yeah so this kind of you know this is a trip one recap but it kind of it's melding both trips together because we you know they they did go similarly especially with the incredible weather that we got and the incredible swell like just the kind of the swell window and the weather was actually really similar like day one was actually kind of pumping on, both, on times. both trips you know so it's a honking kind of,
0: offshore winds yeah. and
1: and swell yeah. yeah so it's a it's kind of a good slap in the face like okay we're this is full on this isn't like we're gonna just slowly ease you into it like this is uh this is uh pretty much a firing uh reef break that's that's set up more like a point breaking more like a point break and the, the winds are honking and there's nobody out so it's like it's all there for the taking, you know, like it really it really exposes kind of your weaknesses and where you're at and and mm. just a, a great humbling like start to the trip. Like, OK, we got a lot of work to do, and the, but there's a lot of meat on the bone here. So let's um, let's do this, you know, and, and one of the main things that we talked about that Coach Chris was really preaching this trip was was the pace on a seven, a seven day trip mm. and how easy it is to get overzealous on day one and just like surf your your brains out, you know, and paddle your brains out to the point where you're gonna be really sore and you're pretty much starting off the trip gassed and it's hard and, and we don't really give you breaks, you know? Like we <laughs> we maybe had one day, the first trip where we didn't surf Uh, Yeah, like that first first week we took a break because also they surfed
0: really hard like They're like you said and and like we were trying to advise and and it's it we one of our recaps personally together Was like we have to force the pace because we talk about it We remind about it and still you know people are just excited and and trying really hard to do well And just overwork yourself, you know and so we we were realizing like wow we have to like actually like like a coach pull people out of the game. Send them in. Be like, substitute, come on in, you take a break, watch this with me for a little while, yeah. let so and so go out now and and you know, it's 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 just you know, one thing I really like about just our personal journey as surf coaches is we're learning too. Gotcha. You know, and learning what our role is. And to actually take control of the the pace a little bit more and pull people from the lineup and put them in when we think they should be, you know, and and force them to pace themselves because otherwise they're just gonna run themselves silly and, you know, a lot of people were talking on night one like, oh my God, my shoulder, oh my back, oh this, like, I'm tired.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah we we really tried, but it is really difficult, you know, it's, again, all the pieces are, are there, you know, like beautiful weather, beautiful swell, and super low crowd. So it's like, you know, I know that the East Coast surfers, any, any surfers really, I mean, let's be real, these days it's so hard to find an uncrowded lineup with actual waves, um, mm. where there's not something crazy going on, ultra cold water or something like that. Um, but it's, it is really hard to hold yourself back and force yourself to go, go take a break do what coach chris always talks about go in get a uh you know a sip of water re- reapply some sunscreen get a different view of the of the lineup you know you just learn so much and and then watch your other your other friends and students in the water um lineups and things like that are just really critical for doing well out here um and, and pretty much anywhere but um well, I gotta remind you too.
0: So let's talk about. We were saying how in the uh, the recap with our students in week one that we were gonna talk about your eggy moments, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and we hadn't gotten to that, and everybody was getting a good old laugh about remembering the two moments where you you had uh, had a little thing going on with some students, and and in in an endearing like good way, in the way that you know a father scolds their son or daughter because. He loves them, you know, yeah. and he wants them to, to be safe or to do things correct, you know, do it the right way. But, you know, obviously things don't always go perfectly, or somebody makes a mistake or misunderstands and something goes wrong. And, and that's where a coach steps in and's got to say, like, hey, what are you doing? Come, so tell us about those two, because we, we had everybody laughing together. Uh, remembering them after we finish recording. Yeah, so
1: I just kind of, I just kind of hit on like, okay, you know, stepping back, looking at the lineup from, from a different perspective, and seeing where everybody's surfing and stuff like that, and and a lot of what we do, as a as a pack of five to seven surfers, is really make sure that we're surfing the right place on the point. You know, regard, even if there's two local surfers, we were giving them all the room in the world. We were, we were surfing completely different peaks than, than them. And so there was, there was two surfers in the lineup and I kind of briefed everybody. Okay, let's paddle out. Everybody stays at peak number two um, basically until those, those surfers leave then you can move up to peak number one. So then I'm, I'm watching it all unfold, you know, and then like um, want our students just kind of start gravitating up the point, you know, and then as <laughs> soon as one person kind of like picks off a wave at the end of point number one, our, our little ducklings just scurry in there and just like start closing in on the two local surfers up there and I'm just watching it and I'm just like in disbelief. I can't believe they're doing it. They're never looking back to see where they are in the lineup. I'm just like, oh, I'm starting I'm starting to steam on the, on the I'm like pulling my wetsuit on like a super quick. I'm like, I'm out there. Um, and then by the time I'm out there, they're like, Four of them are up at the top, you know, and then the rest are spaced out. You know, Christine, I would I would say is like the only one. Maybe Ryan too. Kind of Christine came all the way up or around from from the bottom of the point and worked her way up. Had all these waves to herself, and Ryan was kind of working the inside, um, and then pretty much the rest of the pack was up top there. And those two local surfers, as they got closed in on, they were like, oh, we're out of here, you know, they've been serving for an hour or whatever. And I didn't know, I didn't talk to them, I didn't know if they were bummed out on us at all, but I just wanted, like, worked, you know, I made a point to talk to them about this and then they deliberate, not deliberately, but just unknowingly closed in on them, kind of drove them out of the lineup, and so I was, put my wetsuit on. Get out there, run out there. And I think it was like Malika's the first one. Malika and Celia are sitting there like wide-eyed, like all smiling as I paddle out. I'm like, what happened to the plan? <laughs> and they're just like, you know, they like their eyes just got big. They're like, uh. I'm like, the plan, remember? We're not surfing peak number one. We're surfing down here. We're not even getting close to anybody in the lineup. And I'm like, I'm just, like, sending them one after another. I'm like, get on down the point, you know. And they're just, like, <laughs> paddling away with their, you know, tail between their legs. And uh, so that was what coaches have first eggy first moment, you know, and we all. And before you move on to number two, I just,
0: I, like, one of the funniest parts for me is when they were telling that story with you after we finished recording down in Mech's. They were like, oh yeah, he came up paddling to us and we thought he was gonna tell us what a great job we're doing and this and that. <laughs> <laughs> but they had such good attitudes about it. You know, I, I love that that's a great student to make a mistake, be corrected, and then like real, you know, and not just get all defensive about it or, you know, such just just a great quality of a student.
1: Anyway, so Yeah, sorry and, and like that was kind of a mantra for to the trip then, you know, it was like stick to the plan. What happened to the plan? <laughs> know the plan in the first place, you know. It was like shit. All <laughs> right. that talk on the beach just went right out the window as soon as they hit the the lineup. Um, and then they got they got a little scolded by Coach Ev, and then they were like they were busting up about it. But it was it was planted in their mind, like oh yeah, what is our plan for today? You know, we're we're always working on something, and and just surfing so beautiful that way. Whereas every day the waves were breaking a little bit different, the crowd was a little different, um, and everybody's working on different things. So we're kind of it's perfect. We're we're kind of able to spread out throughout a lineup in a really good way, um, which which the, that's a really good point to hit. Just for the listeners, it's like I think everybody's like oh. Do I need to be at a cer- certain level to be on one of these trips? And it's actually like, no, it's it's better if not everybody's at the same level because just that we can really spread out in a lineup,
2: right, make the most right. out
1: of what's going on there. Um, and then moving on to the the second eggy moment was that was this was the only time where things got a little bit tricky in in the lineup, like. On the borderline of whoa, this is too. This is too much. This is almost like this is almost unsafe. Here was we finally got to surf out in front of the house, and luckily I jumped out to do a lap and just see. You know, La is so deceiving. You know, it looks mm-hmm. like it's seriously two to three foot, but it's breaking so far out that you have no idea and you have no idea about how the water's actually moving, the, the rip currents. Um, mm-hmm. It's just always been known for having like these pretty wild rip, rip tides and rip currents and, and always being very deceiving how, how big it is and how hard it's actually breaking top to bottom. Um, so I jumped on the glider and I hopped in a rip and in no time I was like way out to sea you know, and, and then I was watching these little rip waves like eating themselves. Like you can see the water rushing up the face and then slamming and then there's another wave right on the back and, and it was like, whoa, this is, this is way more than, than mm-hmm. I thought was going on out here. So I, I did a lap, I got a wave all the way in and, and we had already said like, don't go paddling out solo. But then I really drove it home. There was three of our students were running out to hop in the water. And I went up to the house and talked to the ladies. I was like, definitely don't paddle out until you have a coach with you. I'm going to go catch these guys before they paddle out. Um, And so I I caught two out of our three students. One of our students, um, Sean, was definitely like, felt good about him being in almost any lineup you know not getting into any real trouble um and then we had mariano and vicente who were also paddling out at the same time so we had we had that back up big shout out to the boys um for representing la miss and just being you know true locals and and being there on that day to paddle and surf with us Um, but it was it was really clear like right away um to our other students like whoa the even just the inside it was hard when i called them back in it was kind of hard for them to even just catch a white water and come straight back in if you're in Mm -hmm. one of those little um riptide areas so then we just made this new plan like all right let's really take it easy let's do like basically one student at a time let's go and let's practice these these laps which is just like a control like a truly controlled lap make sure you can work your way out just slightly off the beach and not get sucked out without wanting to go to the outside and and we made it like pretty damn clear nobody's on the outside today you know that was that was like the first thing um nobody's surfing the outside we're not going to get good work done on the outside it's just like basically bigger totally long line closeouts going on and you have to really know your lineups and really know how to move and shake when a set's coming in to find a corner out there um so we're everybody's doing laps you know and we're getting to the point where we can have more than one student in the water at one time because everybody's done successful laps meaning paddle out find a little white water catch it angle Go, you know, start angling down the line, practice your stand up and get into water that's that you can hold ground in. And then go take a break. Because it's just it's Llamas is there's no there's no break unless you really are on the very outside. And even and then when you're in that position, you're like, oh, you better not get too complacent out there because all of a sudden it goes from four to six foot to an eight-foot set comes in and just cleans you out and breaks way further out. So, anyways, we were—I was really proud of of how we were running this, um, and we really had to stay in this super small area. Remember, there was like right. this little patch of sand where little white waters were running right up onto that that shallow sand, and on either side of us, full riptide situation. Um, mm-hmm. The waves breaking completely different on on the north and the south, and we had like a a zone of maybe like two or three houses in in width that we were working. And as soon as we started getting outside of it, it was like, okay, we need to we need to paddle north or south to to stay in this zone. And then mm-hmm. um, so then like two of our students kind of started kind of got sucked out of that zone and were like trying to do the same thing catch a white water and come in but it's it's impossible to do when the water's rushing out towards the horizon so then coach chris was with both of them and then kind of like both of the students were getting kind of gassed out right and it was like mm-hmm. all right you need to like take a breather, take a good deep breath here and realize what's going on here. You're kind of getting pulled against your will and you need to like have really good breathing, not get all flustered and like be breathing so hard and and trying so hard, like don't try to overpower the ocean. And so Coach Chris like stayed with one of them, one of our students and the other student kind of like took his advice to kind of like sit up on the board and stop paddling and like take a breather and that's all it took to just like start getting sucked out Mm -hmm. you know they went from they went from we were supposed to be on the inside to now we're in the middle zone and then boom sit up on the board for one minute and now you're you're working your way to the very outside Uh, so i saw that going on the, the crew that I was working with sent them in, and then i beeline it to the outside. Boom, meet up. And it was just like total, you know, like really relaxed, you know, not, not tripping at all. But I was kind of tripping, like, ooh, remember this is not where we're supposed to be. And I don't think you've seen a full set or you'd be like, ooh, how do I get in? <laughs> You know, so I was like, all right, we're out of here with me, follow me. And again, this was like, this was after at least an hour of working the inside. So, so kind of gassed already. And I'm like, stay with me, stay with me and kind of lagging behind. Um, So we work our way to the south and I'm like, oh, and be ready to get like full beat down. You know, like there's kind of no way around this at this point. Mm. Uh, you're going to get beat down. And then we're sitting out there and I'm like, oh, here comes a set. Like we got to paddle out and through this. We're not in the position to to get in front of it and have it blow us to the beach. Uh, so then we paddle through this set and I was like, oh, here we go. Like right on the backside of that. there's no There's no real time to, again, rest. You got to. On the back side of a set, I was like, all right, we're jamming in, we're jamming in, and and then this our students just kind of like lagging behind. I'm like, oh, this isn't going to be good. And then, of course, <laughs> boom, set pops up. I'm a little bit further in, so the, the, the set lands behind me. And, and again, I've been doing this my whole life, getting blasted, you know, from behind at Long Miss and just riding a Whitewater. So I get pushed in and I look back and it's just like, boom, yard sale. And then the oh next waves, boom, right on them. Two, three waves where, where they're just like off the side of their board and just get going under and putting a ton of strain on the leash. And I was just like, uh, this is, again, this is not, this is, this is why we're not putting ourselves in that situation. And then uh, set subsided. And there was this miraculous little miniature outside wave that they were able to just hop on their board. They were in, they just timed it perfect, boom, picked it up and rode all the way in. I was just like so stoked that that's how it the the situation ended with with an actual ride, you know, instead of just getting completely hammered. But that was that was definitely kind of where... I, was, I got fired up, you know. I got fired mm-hmm. up on our student for kind of like going, going rogue a little bit and just not sticking with the total plan, which was we were all paddling out in this one little zone and even just starting a couple houses in either direction changes the whole game and it made it a, mm-hmm. lot, a lot more difficult for us as two coaches to keep everybody safe. Um, so that was that was definitely a, a little wild moment, and big props to the student because they were able to like take that in, know that I wasn't happy about it, re- recollect ourselves on the beach, and then I was like, "All right, who's ready to head back out?" and and they were just right there with me, you know, and able to work through that and work past that and stay within our means of. Okay, this isn't a day where we're going out there to get actual open face waves. This is a great day to like learn how to work an, a beach break that has this unlimited amount of power and, can, and you can very quickly get overwhelmed out there and let's figure out how you can go and do that safe and take something away. Which, which mm-hmm. is like incredible paddling endurance, board control skills. Um, and then building on the stuff that we were working on, which which makes me think of like just just for everybody listening, like pretty much the the main takeaway from both of these trips were paddling into waves, pressing up, engaging your rail, and angling down the line was this this package of skills that is really undeveloped in most surfers and, and one of the hardest things that everybody's struggling with.
0: Yeah. And and it's, it's obviously something that has so much nuance and dynamic and scale to it it, for different waves and conditions needs to be done in different ways. Um, so it's, it's basically what everyone's practicing doing, you know, whether you're standing up or bodyboarding or, um, you know, or pressing up on a surfboard that you eventually want to stand on, that's the art of surfing, is is being able to time that rail engagement and, and put it all together. But back to the story, I just wanted to say, first of all, like, big props to you, because I think what kept our trip safe is the, rec- you know, the preliminary standards and then the immediate recognition when those standards got breached, you know, that, oh, we're crossing the line that we set here, let's like fix it right away you know and rather than let it kind of develop and see what happens you were out there real fast and and thereby is his side to to coach him in um, and it's just a good lesson in recognizing those um, crucial points where things can go one way or the other in that very instant you know like when taking up taking a moment to get a breather like recognizing that we're starting to get sucked out that's not the time to take a big long break, but rather, like, okay, you got a second to collect yourself and just whoa, 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 calm down, calm down. Okay, now let's go. Control your breathing um, more so. C- yeah, c- right. C- just right. Control your breathing, and, but not post up and sit and wait. Um, and it was just, and it was a good lesson for me too that that's, there has to still be some urgency there because trying to thread that, like sometimes I'm trying to thread that needle yeah. of, calm, balance, you know, and like don't agitate an already gassed surfer by saying like, come on, you gotta go, we gotta go. But also not being so calm and relaxed that it, it gives this impression of time or, or, you know, like you have a leisure moment here. Um, especially when it's that crucial where you're already so far out, you're in a rip, and you know, you gotta make it, take action right now. Um, and then, and last of all was, is just recognizing that situation, you know, in terms of the physicality of where you are in the lineup, like you're not on the inside anymore. We're out to sea. And I think that's something that's really hard to recognize in surfers or or for surfers to recognize is where are you in the lineup? This is not the same place that you've been for the past hour, right? This is now further out and this is more up the beach in the rip. And those are the really important qualities, um, that you can have that'll help you be successful in surfing was a lot of times you have to find a wave, but you don't just stay on it by sitting still. You stay on that position by actively moving towards it, by using waves, by using paddling, and all these different ways of staying there. But it's a moving medium, it's a moving environment, so if you sit still, you're not staying still, you're actually moving. So it, lots, of, lots of lessons in there for all of us.
1: Yeah, I was, I was um, just stoked that we, we got a session out there you know and and to to put yourself in again all this all this you hear us talk so much about how challenging it is and now now all of those surfers have firsthand experience of oh wow this is a different different level of a beach break even when it doesn't look that big out there um it is big out there and there's a ton of water moving around and, and uh, just the the different level of comfortability that, that we have hopping in the water and going and do a, doing a lap versus starting from scratch. You know? mm. Speaking of La Messe, how about our, our session
0: in La Messe week two? How ideal and dreamy was that? Probably. We have never yeah. never gotten to surf with students in that. I mean, you tell me, like, you have the most experience of, of that place. Like, has it ever been so perfect to line
1: up a peak out there and surf it? That was incredible. I can maybe think of three other times that that there was such a consistent sandbar, but never that that close, like right off the beach. Um, and it never lasted that long. You know, like mm. it, it would change with the tide and the wind would come up so even if there was a good breaking wave in the same spot, you couldn't surf it the same whereas that that morning um on the second week trip like i had had my eye on that little wave in days prior but i even saw it like change in front of my eyes as the tide started coming in um it changed and then that day that we got it we surfed it from high tide all the way to low tide and and the surf never came up and we were a, we were a group of 3 that day um and so and and like we started out with just one student in the lineup and then, and then two more plus another coach. And so we had two coaches to three students, a very, a very controlled lineup. Like it was working like a perfect little surf continuum loop, you know? You hop mm-hmm. in the water in the rip and basically you ju- all you have to do is paddle parallel to the beach to, to get out of there or you're just gonna get pat- sucked way outside which that wouldn't have been the end of the world because it was a lot it was a lot smaller and the waves were breaking kind of right. mushy on the outside bar but all you had to do is just pop out of the rip line up with our with our little lineup and then get a wave and then just surf right back into the rip get into the channel of water shooting back out and it was like just every, you know everybody doing some serious laps and like jill jill and sam definitely capitalized big on that on that session uh and and chris he has a couple clips too of just picking off a great little wave and it's like hardly one wave sectioned in that three or four hour period um and we all just got great waves and it, it really was the culmination of especially jill and sam putting all those pieces of the puzzle together on a you know a, a beach break wave break so much different than a than a reef point situation um, a, a little bit quicker and a little bit steeper and a little bit more shifty and to see them kind of putting those pieces together and dropping in um, you know in, in the place that we had lined up and really sussed out for them and just trusting and putting all the stuff we've been working on, it was, it was a real highlight, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, for me too.
0: Like, that was a special day. Just, just the wave, but also, like you said, the, you know, seeing all the pieces come together. It, it, what, a, what a blessing it was that that day came later in the trip than earlier. Yeah. Because even just a few days sooner, and we wouldn't have been able to capitalize it on the way, you know, skill-wise, that we were able to, after practicing a little bit all week. So we really lucked out with that day. Week two should be just praises to heaven. That was incredible to be able to surf an outside open face wave at La Miss. That was pretty damn easy because that wave is
1: never easy. Yeah, coach even Coach um, Chris was a little bit jealous. He's like, what the hell? It took me years to get a good wave out here. And these guys have already got like six good waves under their belt. Like, ah. Uh.
0: Totally. I was this. like, this is not fair. This is not the La Miss experience. You're supposed to get swatted out here every time you paddle out. But uh, just to give you some perspective, too, a funny little side note on that day and, and story was that we had, um, you know, that we were basically in front of the house, maybe just one house over from where we were staying on the beach. So, I mean, it was that close to home. We didn't barely even had to walk down the beach at all. But from down on the public end of the beach... Damien Hobgood caught, uh, caught the, the peak's eye and with his own and, and was like, oh, wow. And he noticed how you know, it was a consistent spot, like constantly peak coming in and a left and a right breaking off of it and just our little crew on it. And so I just remember it was a funny. We were talking about how after, afterwards um, we were surprised at how respectful he was as a pro surfer because so often pro surfers get that rap of being just wave hogs, you know, just because they are that good. They can sit deeper, they can sit, you know, more critical and just get waves better and surf them better and make you feel kind of like, almost like you don't belong. And uh, so when I saw these two random surfers walking up the beach, I had just so happened to be on the beach myself swapping out the camera like it had a little issue. So I was just going to address it. I'm running back in and I'm like, Oh, Oh, let me intersect these two people. And just like, I don't know what I wasn't going to do. I mean, I wasn't going to like vibe them or anything, yeah. but I just wanted to get eyes on these two people who were like, of all this open beach, like we always talk about they're choosing our peak, which I mean, understandably it was like absolutely the best little peak. But as it turned out, it was pro surfer Damien Hobgood and his, his woman. And, uh, not only did they come out and surf with us, but they totally stayed off on the shoulder and kind of gave, you know, our little pack, the, the priority position for the majority of that session, would you say? Yeah. Well, to the point
1: where we were like, no, come on up here. Like this is the takeoff zone, you know? And (laughs) after seeing such a, a skilled surfer ride, these tiny little ones, we were like, almost like, come please get up here we want to see you surf more this is such a treat um and and also kind of share it with because they were so respectful it was like all right let's get these let's let's get them in on this and it was like we found a unicorn you know like this was such a special day that it was like we had been feasting for hours and it was like we were ready to share you know
0: yeah yeah totally and they they actually had said that that they saw it hours before us on it and like he was like oh i gotta let these guys surf it for a little while i can't but it was just such a rare thing to hear from a surfer you know yeah that they not only gave us extra time before paddling out on it but then when they did paddle out on it kind of stayed off to the side it was like incredibly respectful and speaks to what we say all the time that when you do that the pack wants to see you get waves. You know they want. I mean, at least it's more likely that you're going to get invited up to the top um, and to get your own good wave when people see you being respectful. So, just a good encouragement to be the same way. Because if a pro surfer like Damian Hobgood's going to do it, I think that's he's setting a great example for how we should all be.
1: Absolutely, and and just again, just another super proud moment to be out there and not just look like another surf school. You know, pushing our students into waves and just like it was just such a proud moment to we we had been training our students to let's treat this like a real lineup even with our small pack don't Mm -hmm. get a wave and back paddle and go right back up just because you're at a higher level take your turn um use the riptide take a break on your way back into the lineup Um, all these things, you know, and and it was just such a proud moment, you know, to see our students because um, his wife was, she was, she was a good surfer. She could surf at a high level once, once she got a wave and stood up, but she was having a hard time getting it dialed and our students were pretty much just doing laps, you know, like Jill and Sam were just doing laps and getting really good waves and, uh, really just showing that this that the, the style and approach is uh is working for our students and and really like I could just see that they, they were kinda impressed. They could tell that this was a and a, and I think uh Chris was like, Oh yeah, we're we're surfing with these guys for a week, we're we're training or whatever. So I think that, that definitely was a proud moment for me, for our students to be doing so well. Yeah.
0: Totally, that, that, that does make me feel good, because I always want to make sure that we are separated from that whole tourism surf school style, you know, of like, just stand up on a board, we'll push you in, that's all you got to do, and it's fun, and you've done it, you know, that to treat it like an athleticism, and, and to treat it like, you know, that there's a method to doing it well, and, and it's just nice to know that little by little the seeds planted and getting out there. But uh, I think that's a pretty good recap. We're gonna, we still got a whole little recording uh, to to paste into the end of this little recording that is uh, our students. It's, uh, who do we got on there? It's it's Christine, Sean, Celia, Zach, Ryan, Clint, and Malika from week one, just kind of giving us
1: some of their takeaways and uh, highlights from the trip. Yeah, and it'll be good motivation for any of you students who are, you know, thinking about doing the trip. You might even get to be featured on the CoopCast there too. Yeah. Uh, super stoked on on how every how it rolled out, and uh, thanks for the support team, and great work, Coach. Back at you. You.
3: You. Yeah.
0: Everybody, have a drink. Let's raise one up. Last Supper. Thank you, everyone, for coming. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, Cheers.
1: Cheers Great work, everybody. Cheers. everybody. Cheers. Cheers, Cheers. Cheers. Oh, Cheers. Missed you. Cheers, Clint. Cheers. 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 Yeah, so
0: I'll throw the baton. Talk about, well, you know what? For the listener's sake, say your name and uh, maybe what prompted you to come on the trip because this is the first time we actually have a really good spread of people. We always kind of have clients close to us, students that have worked with us and know us pretty well somehow. So we are also really proud of this trip for just being like, wow, Like, why did you guys trust us? (laughs) 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 You know, cross the border with us, go surfing with us, do all these drills and things that didn't seem maybe like surfing. All right, Celia, you kick it off.
4: Um, Yeah, I had three goals coming on this trip. Um, One was to improve my surfing. Um, I felt like I was sort of stuck. I wasn't sure what I was doing wrong. Um, And I've been trying to really spend more time with my surfing since the spring. So I've been doing it a little bit for a long time, um, but really sort of doubled down and tried to dedicate time to it um, this year um and really felt stuck and just felt like i I didn't know what i was doing wrong Um, and i also didn't really have a community around me um i had some friends who were either at the same level or were beginners Um, so that was my second goal was just to meet other surfers who are at different levels um hopefully get to know other people um, who are also trying to progress their surfing and then the third one was i'm relatively new to california so really trying to find more spots that are within striking distance. Um, yeah, so that's why I came. I uh, hadn't worked with you guys before, um, but we did a session the week before I came on the trip, and I found that really useful, both to get to know you and also, turns out, to reset where I thought my level was, um, and that gave me a plan for coming on the trip and what I wanted to focus on. Um, and it also kind of gave me stuff before we started um, to practice, so I found that super useful. So. If anyone is listening, I would recommend that they do that um, even before coming on a trip. I think it's a really good um, lead up into the experience. What was the other question? A favorite moment. <laughs> a favorite, favorite moment. moment. <laughs> like, what am
1: I talking about? Um We <laughs> <and then laughs> barrels, right?
4: Right. We barrels. That's one incredible one. <laughs> yeah, just barrels and barrels. <laughs> um, no I, I mentioned this yesterday, but it was the moment where, uh, yeah, where Clint was cheering me on. And I just, I saw the wave, and I've been practicing, like, seeing which waves to go for and which waves not to. But I saw it, and I just, like, went for it. just having somebody cheering you on, I think that community is hard to find in surfing, mm. particularly when you're new, um, and particularly when you're new to a surf spot. Um, so yeah, that community is amazing. And, like, um, and I got
1: it, and it was a great wave, and it was one of the like, highlights of the truck. Yes. So, yeah, that was it. That wow. was a good one. <laughs> Instead of going like, go, Celia. I mean, yeah, it was nice to be like, go, Celia, not like, beat it, Kook. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> go home. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: Spoiler is that my favorite is everyone's highlights are kind of my favorites, you know, but that really was a special moment because we were up on the on the cliff watching and I knew that was what's happening. I watched you like move into position for that wave and Clint was over there on the shoulder and he just kind of was like in this like position and and pointing at you and I just knew he was saying like yeah 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 go go. And it was really cool because that's kind of what we've accidentally discovered with the surf continuum. We did it because we wanted to help people learn to surf, you know, and improve. And on the way we realized, "Oh, actually E- they're finding each other too. They're finding each other like friends and surfers and partners and encouragement community. Like you said, that's that's the key word there. And so it was just fun to keep seeing that happen. You know, well, like now it's not by accident anymore. Now we know to kind of curate it. But um, yeah, that was that was a good moment to catch and see. You know, and not just hear about it. All right, you can pass
5: it off.
3: Okay, I nominate Malika. Well, okay. Um, so why did I come on the trip? Yeah, start with that. Um, I used to have like a really intense job where I was working all the time, and I'd always try to get to surfing, but I was so tired by the time I get to surfing. And I quit that job, got a new job, and kind of the clouds kind of cleared, and I was like, this brings me a lot of joy, and I want to invest in it. Um, so I started listening to the Coop Cast, and really liked what you guys were doing. <laughs> um, and then the trip, I was supposed to do a lesson with Coach Ev, but I hurt my back. I couldn't do it. And I was like, oh, I don't want to go on this trip. And I had been looking at other trips, but they all seemed really like kind of formulaic. Like they're just kind of like a like a surf camp where you're just like another person. And they're gonna like do like horseback riding and all these other things, and not like take surfing seriously. Um, so I really liked what you guys had going on, and it's been exactly what I hoped it'd be. It's very like. <laughs> personal and there's a community and it feels very real, we like got to meet you guys' as friends see down here and everything, so loved it all. And favorite moment? My last wave today was pretty fun. I feel like I
1: put everything yeah. into motion at the end, Ooh. so it like, all came together. That's the way to do You got a lot of props on that wave. was <laughs> <laughs> <"Is> you. <laughs> Who was you. <laughs> oh my god, I saw it all the way to the beach. You know, But that's. It's rare that it happens like that, so I'm mm. stoked that it it did. You wow. know, most of us were toast. You know. <laughs> <laughs>
6: I had my toast moment earlier in the
5: week yeah. um, I will pass it to Ryan will <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> <it> uh, <laughs> why, why did I come I think yeah I liked I liked you guys style because it's humble and, and like learning mindset not kind of putting people down accepting people in and you know, bringing bringing a community together—that's a cool style. And you're from New York, you know. I'm a New Yorker, so originally, so uh, I that was pretty cool. Um, favorite moment was definitely uh, was was definitely like the team building. There's some epic sunsets, um, but out in the water was the best, of course. You I know, mean, that's what it's all about. Uh, but yeah, there's some there's some moments out in the surf where people were catching waves left and right, and they're beautiful, like, you know, point, I I hadn't surfed point breaks ever. So, you know, catching perfect rights, going down the line, and then it's like you're in the water paddling back out and your new friend catches a wave and it's kind of like high-fiving you and then you know, you're know you talking, oh, do you see that? Do you see that? And then you just get cleaned up right? <laughs> 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 the next perfect wave that comes through that's not so great inside.
1: <laughs> but you're together, so it makes it all Yeah, fun. but you're yeah. together, so. And then after that,
5: that happened like six times, <laughs> um, and then Coach Coach Jeff come bail us out. Hey man, um, probably don't want to get stuck inside, so <laughs> let's try to let's try to kick out, and you know, so no, that was good, and uh, yeah, that's 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 my jam, man. That's what makes me go. So yeah, It's
3: good,
0: right on. Yeah.
7: End it off. Oh yeah, uh... <laughs> Clinton all right um, yeah so i came on this all right i decided to come on this trip because having a baby in june and i you know kind of am definitely very frothing to get in the waves at all times and i you know i know that uh you know um i might not always get the opportunity to do it so it was just like gotta do it uh, and then, yeah, I feel like I've, I've listened to the cook cast, you know, since I basically started surfing a couple of years ago and it's like, made me feel like more, a little bit more comfortable, like in the lineup. Like I kind of at least know like some of the rules and like maybe what I should be doing. Um, cause I definitely have gotten like, you know, yelled at by people, like dropping in on people, like. <laughs> You know just doing all these things that are pretty kooky, uh but like you know through listening to the podcast like I just felt a little bit more comfortable um and then yeah I guess just like opportunities to kind of like improve some of the basics and stuff like that I thought were you know would basically like be a lot of progress for like a long time so uh, I thought that that would be worthwhile and definitely uh didn't want to go to, like I've been to Costa Rica, but like Baja, just the way you guys talk about it, just seems like so such a special like wave, such a special place, that it seemed like a really cool um, opportunity to do it. And then, yeah, favorite, favorite moments, like seeing the point break for the first time, like I'd never seen a setup like that, it was so cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody like hooting at each other, like in the lineup, was really fun. Um, yeah, just a very, very like beautiful spot, and uh, yeah, we had a good, good trip. Um, so yeah,
1: yeah, we got lucky, we pretty much took it over, you know, day after day after day, and there was only a you know, a few locals okay. mixed in. Okay, Vita.
0: Yeah, just Yeah, we lucked out with that. And one one of the things I wanted to bring back that you said last night that I really liked, one of your highlights was the first day when Coach Ev was just putting on a clinic. you know, and it was just ripping off shores, really like great swell. And uh, everyone was toast. We all came out. And so Coach Ev stayed out for another 20, 30 minutes and caught 20, 30 waves. (laughs) (laughs) It was unbelievable, you know. And, And for me personally, it was just a special thing because this trip really is like inspired by him and what he gave to our friend group, like that, you know, years ago and how special it was for us. And this is just kind of a recreation of that. This trip is like, that was the template so it only makes sense that he would also get to show you like how to surf it you know and just really in a in a glorious way you know and have the waves to do it and it kind of it definitely turned on for those like last 30 minutes whatever it was you know i mean it was good the whole time but it just seemed like it hit the right tide the right pulse of swell the right you know bit of It just everything kind of came together for that moment It, it was special
7: it was cool yeah
0: just wanted to remind. That was that was a really good highlight, especially uh, you know, that was one of my highlights for sure. But
7: I went I went out there. It wasn't wasn't easy. It was not, not great. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You did that. You were like, oh, I got to get back out there. Zach, go
8: ahead. So I yeah I haven't been surfing for a very long. Couple of years now. I did a lesson with Chris two summers ago and i don't really get to go very often so i i'm just coming back from an injury from last year and i uh i really i knew the only way i was going to progress quickly was to really dedicate like a block of time and so this trip was something i wanted to do last year and wasn't able to uh so yeah just to have 6 days in a row out in the water was exhausting but <laughs> <laughs> the most progress i've seen in my entire surfing journey so um it was you know worth every penny and and more you know it was a really special experience and just awesome that you you know welcomed us into your family's home you know and just wasn't just like at some hotel or whatever like mm-hmm. in Costa Rica really like you said hotel. uh Clint um so yeah it was it was a really special place and, and more than I was expecting it to be um And yeah, my highlight was that moment there. The first day, we just got so freaking worked out there. I was just like so humbled. I was like, I am not even where I thought I was going to be to start. Um, And so, you know, just a little reality check of where I was was at. And, uh, you know, to come out of the water that day, I was a little defeated. But then to see Ev just putting on a clinic and just showing us how it's done, it was like, that's where I aspire to be at, you know, in the future and just to stick with it. The sport is really freaking hard but it's super rewarding and uh, you know, that's kinda of why I'm still going for it, you know. Oh, yes. if it was easy, what's the fun in that? Yeah, know? yeah. Right on.
1: Well put. Christine, you're up.
2: Yeah, so I was getting closer to fifty <laughs> and I knew that the thing I was gonna regret not learning was surfing, and so um, and I grew up by the ocean, like I was pretty ocean safe and all the things, but um, didn't have experience with surfing. And so, you know, I started a couple years back, but very like a tourist <laughs> would, and then really got serious about a year ago. And I was completely clueless, <laughs> right? I would go out by myself and, and that's exactly when I found CoopCast, and it was so helpful. Like I just felt like all those questions and even these questions you don't even know you have, so I really listened to like all the episodes and that was what, um, you know, was enough convincement to, to come on the trip or to sign up for it and so I'm so glad I did. Um, and the fav- my favorite moment was, oh, there's so many moments, this has been a wonderful trip, but um, that the first day when we arrived we had all spent enough time in a van to barely know each other and we arrived and it was kind of a chilly day and I know I was trying to shake off a chill Emily is like, "Okay, let's do a polar plunge." And like,
5: Ooh.
2: like that's the kind of thing I would have done like 20 years ago. Like, with no questions asked, whatever. I would be there. I'm like, I would be calling it. But I did. But we all jumped in in our bathing suits, and it, I just thought, man, this is like, these are the people I want to hang out with. You guys are all so cool, and everybody did it, and it was so fun. And I thought. And I was very nervous coming in because I'd never surfed four hours in a row before. And I thought, man, we're gonna surf four hours in a row and then every day. <laughs> but, you know, just the spirit everybody brought to it. And I, like I said, like you guys too, I surf a lot by myself. So it was so nice Thank to God. go out every day with a whole group of people and watch everybody's progress together. Just. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so heartwarming and so fun. So the four hours were pretty easy, actually. And broken way. up, right? Like yeah. We weren't cracking the whip. Like, you're not going in yet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <We got laughs> 18 perfect press-ups down the line. And then go <laughs> <laughs> the van and the setups right up there. You, know, you take breaks, go get your water, go check it out from a new perspective. And then... And then get back out there, or just kind of post up outside and just watch watch your friends, you know, make some breakthroughs. But no, that was that was a lot of surfing. I, I commend you guys for all of all of the time that you put in and all the all the heart um, that you guys showed this week. Really, really cool. You guys are setting a pretty high bar <laughs> for this next crew coming in. But
8: you guys hear that. <laughs> 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 do it, do it.
2: You won't regret
6: it. Let's see. So coming on the trip, I, you know, I know both you guys from Montauk, um, and I, you know, obviously have tremendous respect for your surfing out there. And on top of that, I also have seen you guys for years, so I know how you teach in the water. So, um, you, you know, a lot of respect as well. Um, and so on top of it, coming to Baja, you know, I haven't, <clears throat> I've been to south of Baja before, but to have someone else plan a trip and <laughs> trust that they're going to do it the right way and, um, you know, kind of have everything dialed in. And, you know, you guys honestly, like, far exceeded expectations both. In the water, like, the food has been tremendous at okay. every point. You know, it's, it's really, really nice. It's really, really nice. I, yeah, I would easily do this trip again. Um, so I'm really glad included <clears throat> and favorite moment i think so middle of the week so not the same day that, not that first day that we were at rolls but middle of the week it's still my favorite um you know it's just something about the the light was special the wind like was really strong as we drove up and it started to, like calm down it was still offshore i mean it was just perfect it was just like perfect right hand point we're the only people there i mean like none of this ever happens right yeah you know like you you might get two out of the three, but you never get all three things to line up. And um, and it was, you know, it was just like, everyone can have their fill. Like, you know, somebody had said it, you catch a wave <clears throat> and you finish your wave and you start to paddle out. And there's like two or three more people, like wave after wave, and they're doing something really great. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're kind of like riding the high, you got this like dopamine rush from, you know, riding a wave that um, was a gift. And then, you know, here's like, two or three of your new friends doing the same thing. It's just like, you know, for hours, it was incredible. You know, to recreate that, like, you know, it just doesn't happen that often, so. It's fun, really fun.
1: Yeah, thank you, Northern Baja, <clears throat> ba- <I> Lummis, <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And one Don't more time up for Chef Jack for delicious yeah, yeah. lunches. Yeah. That's right. Cheers,
0: that's to her, that's one. Tremendous. Thank he you. So yeah. we get back. Oh, it's so special. That's, that's, you know, so I did say this too last night. I know it's a repeat for us here, but for everybody listening, it's not. And food and that time gathering around the table together is an important part of European culture, you know, and I, I had that growing up with my dad and I continue to have that with my dad and my wife. So it is become an important thing for me, you know, and that's. That's something that we wanted to maintain, too, and, and just Chef Jack putting together these bomb lunches. Always, <laughs> when we get right back and we're starving, that's, that's really special. Uh-huh. You know, you can't, you can't like look past that part of the trip no, how I nice it is it? It's like, it's yeah, yeah, like, and not pray pray. people or, or Ryan said a funny thing, he went to a camp and the guy just throws like a bunch of cold cuts on the train, and <laughs> no condiments, and like, here, choke that down like a seagull or something. <laughs> no, it's important like to really enjoy that moment and be surrounded with the people that you're doing this with. That's that's not a small thing.
1: Yeah. Got to have that fuel. We were burning it all leaving it all out on the field, so we got to come back and... <laughs> Refuel. But, uh, no, again. Thanks everybody for showing up and ch- showing the faith. Yeah. And uh, let's do it again. You? Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right now you guys got to pack, right?
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, yeah, thank out. you for taking the time to uh, to do. I know it's it's getting like the last hour, so you want to do that. But uh, just thanks for taking the time. Thanks for coming down and trusting us. And just getting in that van. <laughs> Just yeah. like surrendering and appreciate it. Across the border. we don't we don't look past that either. That's that's that really makes me feel good that people will do that and trust us and we want to honor that and I'm glad we had a great trip. You guys are good drivers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank, you. thank you guys for everything. Attentive. Yeah, thank
8: you. All right, that's, that's a, wrap. a wrap. Nice well, work, guys. Boys. Until next year. <laughs>
3: All right, now, let's talk real talk. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you you we
2: did
0: been no. talking. <laughs> 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 All right, it's everybody. Warm warm. <laughs> <laughs> this is how we do coot You <laughs> We do it once, we the recording, find out after the fact that that was a practice run. <laughs> yeah. Do it again for real. <laughs>
3: right here.
6: You sure? Yeah. got another
7: one. Ryan and I right. decided who all of your Harry Potter
8: characters are for surfboards. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. <laughs> Anybody want to take Sorry. a guess who they are? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Oh, we all got names for right? guys guys that, but that won't be relevant to me. Huh? That
8: won't be relevant to me, unfortunately, because oh, no, okay. I don't really know how to... No. Well, anyway... <laughs> so so you're I, Dumbledore. Dumbledore? Not, you <laughs> not what I made You know it. What about you? Actually, yeah. I was referring to you. He's
3: Professor McGonagall. The strict the one, because
2: he's the stricter cook. Cheers.